How's your coffee? How's my coffee? It's great. It's microwaved mm. from this morning. Mm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I saw uh, it's the new version of Gossip Girl. I didn't watch very much of it. I watched maybe the first episode. Did it wasn't mm. for me? Uh, so, How was Lin Manuel Miranda in it? So good. So he can do good. it all. Yeah, he was the Gossip Girl. Yes, he's like. <laughs> Oh, am I up for it? I don't know if I'm up for it. It's like, listen, you guys, I'm the gossip girl. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> I'm the gossip girl. Giggity gossip he, girl. <laughs> little, I can't do it. And then he, he bit his lip and he's like, mm, I'm the gossip girl. <laughs> little lip bite. XO, 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 and I'm not talking about Roman numerals. <laughs> oh, God. Lip bite. Um, uh, you know who we don't talk about? Lynn Manuel Miranda. No, no, we don't talk about Bruno. We also uh, don't talk about Gossip Girl. Yeah, I don't. I haven't seen whatever that movie is that everyone loves so much. That's, Encanto. Yes, Encanto, I haven't I seen it. Do. I'm sure it's great. Uh, sure, of course. I have a teenager now, so I'm no no yeah. longer obligated yeah, 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 to yeah, do yeah. those things. Uh, but I did watch the first forty minutes of the. First episode of the reboot of Gossip Girl. It was not for me, but there was uh, there was somebody who threw some real class based shade on the idea of drinking Cafe Bustello. It was like a um, ooh, and I was like, careful, hey, fuck you, I'm classy whoa, whoa. and I drink Cafe Bustello. It's the best coffee. I don't know. I was like, well, fuck this show. I I choose I choose yeah, Cafe Bustello. <laughs> you know what? Great choice. Yeah. Do you know what I have in my cupboard? Whoa. Cafe Bustel. It's the best, right? It's like $3. It's it's great. It's great. I think it's the best. It's not the only <laughs> thing that I have. Sure. I have several range. I have several things. Sanka. Uh, sure. Cafe International. What was that? Uh, Absolutely. Very creamy. Very, yeah. very creamy. Yeah. Very, it's basically just... Um, it's just a powdered creamer <laughs> with a tiny bit of, of um, you know, your grandmother's coffee. It's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. It's fine. I've taken a lot of flights recently. And, I, and you know, contrary to all the advice that you get from people who surely know what they're talking about, I always drink coffee on flight. Of course. And I know it's whatever. It's like 75 years old and it's disgusting and it's made who with cares? the recycled toilet water. I don't care. I want so to am drink I. coffee. So yeah. am I. So I am literally made of recycled toilet water. 75% toilet water. We all are. Uh, so I'm like, I just, I don't care. I want the coffee. I don't care. Uh, and every time I haven't, it's like, I haven't, re- I haven't adjusted my own language. So they're like, they're like, can I get you something to drink? Yes, can I have coffee with milk, please? Is cream okay? Yes, mm. that's fine. Why don't I just say coffee with cream? Also, it's not fucking cream. It's whatever that... It's just the white business. It's the white stuff. It's not... There's no, the white stuff. Yeah. Can I just get coffee? Well, but if you say the white stuff... They probably... That leaves you open. Take an emergency landing open. in Detroit and... Leaves, leaves you open, mm-hmm. doesn't it? The white to stuff. things that uh, either will get you arrested or things you don't want. 
Yeah, yeah. I don't want a relationship with my uh, my flight staff. I and, and, nor do they with me. For real. And we've already talked about. Listen, you're not flying with Cliss. No. If you said the white stuff, you get them both, mm. right? You get the powder and the cream. I get all of it. Yeah. Oof. Sure. Yeah, I think Cliss is on every no-fly list. <laughs> Cliss is banned from Spirit Airlines. <laughs> Like, sorry, where once you were our target demographic, you're no longer allowed to fly this airline. Cliss is in the back of all the vans. Yeah. Yeah, at best. If you ever look in the back of a van and mm-hmm. there's just a handprint mm-hmm. on the window. That's where Cliss that carried Cliss. you. <laughs> That's where... <laughs> When there was just one handprint, the other hand was shoved right up Cliss's Oh my God. Can I tell you, uh, related to the sort of related, I did a, yeah. a speaking engagement a week ago or so. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was very last minute. I was very happy to do it. Uh, it was, it went really well. Great. Uh, the night before the, the speech, I, uh, the people who were sponsoring the speech took me out to dinner. Lovely, lovely, really nice people. Very welcoming. Sure. And, uh, we were, I was chit-chatting with the woman who was kind of the president of the organization that had brought me in. And um, she's like, you know, I wasn't, you know, I, I know you used to work for Anthony Bourdain and he came and spoke Who? here. Yes. Who? Uh, Anthony Bourdain. He came what? and he came and spoke to our organization several years ago. And so then when people, you know, my colleagues heard that you were coming, they said, well, you know, we had to ask him not to curse. And so do you think maybe she's going to be the same? And I said, no, this is the woman talking to me. I said, no, 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 not at all. I've, I've read the things that she's written and I've seen other videos of her speaking. And she's, you know, she's very, she's very buttoned up. This woman stops and looks at me and goes, she goes, and then I listened to your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, Oh, you did. That's so nice. That's so nice. And I'm like, with one hand, like dialing my lecture agents, like, has the check cleared yet? Every time I go to visit my parents, there is always something that's just like, oh, is that 17 bottles of diet cranberry juice in the basement because you got to buy one get one yes yes that is oh or is that like four different bottles of doe estrus that you use when you go deer hunting it smells like uh female deer's pussy cool 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 um and one thing i did realize i didn't find this it's always been there but i found the classification for it which is that uh in the house that my now just my dad lives in, um, it, you know, huge basement. I think I may have talked about it before because there's so much stuff in there, and there will be treasures. I will make it a recurring segment. Oh, sure. But sure, one please. thing that is that is there that is always there and is not going anywhere is a toilet, uh, and it's just hanging out mm-hmm. the toilet with a little <laughs> real basic utility sink next to it, and it's like there's no. There's nothing around it. There's no, it's not a Wait, bathroom. Wait, it's not in a bathroom? No. It's not in a bathroom. It's not in a bathroom. It's a it's working just in toilet. The just like <laughs> in one corner, not even fully in the corner, like kind of in the middle of the room. And uh, this is always, you know, it's not great. It doesn't get the, it doesn't get the attention that the house 
cleaner gives to say the the main part of the house. Like I'm not sure she even knows it's there. I don't think the house cleaner's ever actually been in the basement. Uh, nobody cleans the toilet in the basement yeah. that doesn't have any walls yeah. around it. And I stumbled across something on the internet that made me learn that this is a thing. This is a this is called a Pittsburgh toilet or a Pittsburgh bathroom. Now I have to look it up. It's a All thing. Right. I, it's a, I it's, saw you were on the internet. Go go get on the internet. Pittsburgh toilet. Listeners, yeah, Lori has the glare glasses. I have the no glare glasses. <laughs> okay. It's on Wikipedia. It has its own Wikipedia entry. Pittsburgh okay. toilet. Pittsburgh toilet. Yeah. A Pittsburgh toilet, often called a Pittsburgh potty, is a common fixture in <laughs> pre-World War II houses built in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, not where my parents live. It consists of an ordinary flush toilet installed in the basement with no surrounding walls. Most of these <laughs> toilets are paired with a crude basement shower apparatus and large sink, which often doubles as a laundry basement. Okay, a basin. Okay, this, we don't, my parents don't live in, in Pittsburgh. It's an upstate, right. but, right. and also the right. house was built in like 1989. So there's no excuses. Someone took the vestigial idea of the Pittsburgh toilet and included it in a house that is, you know, absolutely uh, influenced by Flock of Seagulls and fucking Pee Wee Herman. I don't know. Anyway. Well, I'm not mad at it because I'll tell you, sometimes you got to shit. And, and you got to shit now. Mm-hmm. Listen, I'm taking an anti migraine medicine mm. now. Mm. Want to talk a little bit about me for a second. And then we're coming back to your toilet. Okay. And I'm not going to get too detailed. Okay. But I'm I'm taking Topamax. Huh. Because, fun fun story about me, Lori, Lori, get off your phone. How did you tell? <laughs> <laughs> because you're looking down <laughs> and you're doing nonverbal guttural noises. Because I said I want to talk uh, about me, so you said and I was okay. Like, okay, I'll I'm look at my fucking out. phone. <laughs> when I we tell never you, I was do this. Go ahead. Yeah, what? I was Go. running a Zoom meeting this morning, and I was simultaneously posting to my Instagram story. <laughs> I'm a bad person. All right, sorry. I'm all my. I'm right, focused no, entirely on no, you. No, I'm gonna go and look at. I'm too good at. I'm, gonna, I'm too no, good at multitasking. No, I'm gonna look at your. I'm gonna look at your Instagram stories. Okay, you posted a thing about curdled milk from the Sussmans. Okay, you did a mm-hmm. uh, thing about you know when everybody when you make a really nice loaf of bread. Uh, homemade bread and you do that slit so it like can expand even more and it makes like uh make it looks like a mouth somebody put eyes on it mm-hmm. so she posted that that was great now is this your bread Lori? that's my bread is this, yeah okay it's beautiful Thank it's you. beautiful I'm really bread. proud of it but i'm also like ugh, i'm that fucking guy now i'm like every other fucking idiot on the internet that's like look at my mm-hmm. bread no mm-hmm. one cares. Yeah. No one cares. Right. I and nothing drives you nothing makes you angry 
angrier at yourself to know that you just like actually everyone are else. not special. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, you know, oh, that'll piss you off. Yeah. To go, God fucking I'm damn it, I don't like stand apart. Every other idiot. I don't stand apart. I am just I'm like the herd. God fucking being. damn it, I made something beautiful. I'm a worker ah! among workers. I can't stand back and throw stones at people. <laughs> I made something of beauty. Fuck. Yeah. It's beautiful. Really this is incredible. Thanks. I would love to make something this pretty out of bread. I cannot. I don't know how to do that, but I will once I get uh, the book that you yeah. helped create. Yeah, thanks. Um, you wrote uh, Support Safe and Legal Abortion at For All. Uh, I'm sorry for getting you pregnant is what it says on top of a cake. So great. And well, it seems like a good meeting that you had. Yeah. yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay. Um. Don't really know what I was gonna say. You were gonna talk about Topa Max and how it oh, gives you the shits. Oh, and how it gives me the shits. Yep. End of story. All right. Let's move on to. Oh, we talk about Julia Child on this podcast, and this podcast is Carbface. Carb Welcome. I'm Chris Thornton. I'm Lori Woolever. That was great. <laughs> Best ever. Really, really good. So we're going to cover two episodes today. Lori, mm -hmm. you... I, uh, some feedback for you. Mm -hmm. Some tough feedback. And then a ton of praise. Are you ready? Uh-huh. We're going to talk about two episodes in the... First episode is both the tough feedback and then the ton of praise. And then I have nothing else for you. Okay? I wish people could see my face right now. You're not looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, when I give feedback at, at work, I always say I, I love saying may I give you feedback because we have this habit of saying can i give you feedback in in the world and it's always may i criticize you like mm -hmm. that's code for may I criticize you mm -hmm. i'm not here to criticize you <sighs> thank god you're here to savage me yeah okay bring it yeah i'm ready i can take I'm, it i'm here to destroy you no 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 uh so so we are let's pause here do you know what episode this was Episode, episode season four, one. season one, episode four is the omelet. Episode five is the cookie Saint-Jacques. Great. So do you want to set up episode four? Okay. But are you going to give me my feedback? Yeah. Okay. You set it up. Okay. Lori, take us through episode four. What is it about? Episode four of the French chef with Julia Child is about making an omelet. The following program is made possible with the assistance of a grant from S&H Green Stamps. And it's season one, right? Season one, yes. Yep. 1963. Oh. Yeah. 1963. Um, it's, it's about making an omelet. You said to me what? You, you texted me, you called me. You said something about this episode, and let's maybe recreate that, okay? Let's recreate that. Let's pretend it was uh, a phone message or a conversation we had. Ring, 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 ring. Okay, now this is how it always goes, because you always have it on Do Not Disturb. So, ring, 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 this is me. 
Ring, ring. Okay. Hello, I can't come to the phone right now. Okay, that's me getting your voicemail. Hang on. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. <laughs> Ring, 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 ring. Because right. if you call yeah. back twice, then it breaks through. Yeah. So right? then I answer and, and then, I go, oh, hi. I was asleep, right? And then, so <laughs> Inevitably. I'm joking. No, you know, I'm just giving you a hard time. And and you say what about this episode? It's so fucking boring. I don't want to recap it. <laughs> right? Is that pretty much yeah. the way it went? Yeah. You're like, hey, did you watch it? Oh my god, it's so bad! It's so bad. I, I, so, yeah. so I I skipped it today mm. to get to the next episode, and then I went back and watched it. Okay, because you know I feel like I really want to be a completist on this series, mm-hmm. assuming we actually make it through all forty nine. Oh seasons. God, <laughs> I don't know. Mm. I don't know because she says there's so much there. There. I was like, I can't there. fucking take it today. Yeah. There. And there. 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 <sighs> now that you've pointed it out, I can't not hear it. Yeah, it's a lot. Okay. So so when I went back and, and watched this episode, and we know how you feel, right? Mm-hmm. And so then I went back and watched it, and I'm like, well, I know it's horrible, but within the first 15 seconds, I was like, this is the best episode she's ever done. Oh, okay. Because she says something along the lines, and we'll have the audio here. She says something along the lines of, You're about to see a French omelet being made. You've just seen a French omelet made today on the French chef. And she throws the eggs into a hot pan with butter. She shakes the fuck out of it. And she's just going at it with one hand, shaking that pan and using her fork and fucking the eggs all up. And she's tipping the pan and she flips it out onto a plate. And she says, you've just seen a French omelet being made. This is the French chef. Mm. And I was like, holy fuck. Wow. Wow. It was breathtaking. It was the most efficient, effective thing she's ever done on the show. It was her grand flourish. It was a go fuck yourself moment. It was powerful. It was, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to show you. I will show you. I show you. I show you. You see, I show you, I show you (laughs) the sauce. She did a full, the sauce. Do you want the sauce? I'm going to give you the sauce, the sauce. I gave you the sauce. Mm -hmm. It was phenomenal storytelling. Incredibly effective. I was horny for this omelet. I was horny for Julia Child. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah, it's. I was, and, and the rest of the episode was garbage. <laughs> it was horrible. You've never been more right okay. about Thank anything you. in your life. Thank Just a terrible episode. Just boring. Yeah, it's. 
you know, I appreciate, I, I will look at, I will watch those first 15 seconds with fresh eyes. But I think, I think it was, was it in the documentary where there's, I mean, the omelet was this sort of defining moment. She made the omelet on television on some morning show or some local yeah. cooking segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I it kind so, of sealed yeah. her fate, right? Because it was so impressive and incredible. And they were like, let's give this lady a cooking show. So I wasn't, I was like, yeah, I've seen this shit before. Um, but yeah, I was like, okay, she made the omelet. Nothing's going to top that. We're, we're less than a minute in. And now what's she going to do for the next fucking 30 minutes? Oh, she's going to talk about an herb omelet. She's going to talk about a bacon omelet. She's going to like. Oh, she's going to show you for 15 minutes, almost mm-hmm. how to shake the pan, mm-hmm. how to the hand movements involved and how to twist the pan around in your one hand so that you can then flip it the pan and you're shaking the pan with this hand and stirring with a fork in that and gradually tilting until it comes up to the edge and then i mean till it comes down to the edge and then turn your pan change it with thumb on top and remember it on molding rest the lip of the pan on your plate and then just turn it over like that there, I think those are done. Yes, they are. There. We're going to serve these for a nice light luncheon. I was losing my mind. She kept doing it over and over. And then she would do it in slow motion. And I don't mean actually slow it down in slow motion. Like she would just break down every single step over and over and it was just like this is the worst tv ever it was she went from the most magnificent moment and then killed it killed it it was horrible it just you were so right about it like she just killed everything special about everything she'd ever done it was it was awful asynchronous asynchronous storytelling right she started with the absolute like sloppy filthy cum shot and then was yeah. like oh yeah i'm joining tinder yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna enter my credit card number she, you know what i don't want to make it i don't want to make it uh, i'm taking back jizzing i mean she it was the most beautiful pure orgasm ever it was gorgeous it was wonderful it was ecstatic Gross. And then it was just like, ugh. yeah, it was like ugh. parts of the there. flower are so constructed that very, very often the wind will cause pollination. If not, then a bee mm-hmm. or any other nectar gathering creature can create the same situation. I get the Grease 2 reference. Remember when we it. tried to recap Grease 2, but we had bad sound? Yes, and we will. Someday we will prevail. Greece too. We will someday. We're, we're about we're about to be able to travel again. So yeah. Yes. All right. So all right. Fuck, so fuck so four to death. Wait. She then just real quickly. Okay. She then creates a bunch of different 
kinds of omelets, folks. Mm -hmm. After she shows you all these different ways of how to put it into a pan and then how to wipe out a pan. And then she says, then she starts measuring pans. She brings out all these different pans. Then she brings out a ruler. I'm not kidding. Like, here's her no stickum pan. Her fucking no stickum pan is out. And she measures, measures it. And it's eight inches on the bottom. And it's ten and a half inches on top. And I bet it is. I bet it is. Mm-hmm. Aren't they all? And then she talks about this aluminum pan, and it's an American. She talks with many American uh, omelet makers. She talks to many American omelet makers. What is she talking about? What does that even fucking mean? She doesn't, she's full of lies at this point. And I don't mind. I'll I'll buy them, but she's a fucking liar. I talk with many American omelet makers. Do you? Do you? Mm -hmm. Do you, Julia? You don't talk to many American anything. So then uh, she takes her, the one thing she does is she says that she takes her American uh, aluminum pan. When you get a new one, fill it with oil overnight. Mm. Then, not fill it with oil, like put oil on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Then put salt in it. And I don't know why salt works. But it makes it it not stick because then you wipe it out and you rub it out, rub it out. That's right. Well, do you know what makes it non-stick, Julia? Uh, An aluminum pan? Oil. All that oil that you put in it. That's what makes it not stick. The salt has nothing to do with it. I'm looking now for my notes because I did take some notes around around this episode. Because then the next thing she says is like something about how the cast iron... Has pores that yeah, pores. drink up oil just like human skin. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, exactly what she says. What <laughs> are you up to in your personal life, Julia? Child. My wife was watching with me. She went, "Oh, <laughs> like Bleh. yeah." It was. It couldn't have really been shy. more disgusting the way that she said it. Yeah. I need everyone to know Julia Child is being canonized. In a way that smooths out her weirdness. And it is a shame. Mm -hmm. She is a weirdo. Yeah. She is a giant. That's it. Mm -hmm. She is a giant, staggering, towering weirdo. (laughs) And we need to embrace that. Because it is both alienating, shocking, um, othering. It is, um, it is privileged. It is other. It is so, it is so many dimensions that I, I just, it upsets me when I start to see her being cast in bronze and we're like, oh, you know, oh, it's, oh, it's Julia Child. She was just this nice lady. No, she was a fucking weirdo and when we we are smoothing her out with time and you just go back and watch this show and you're like why do you have a fucking ruler out showing me how big this pan is what are you doing why are you saying that salt is making this non-stick you know it's the fucking oil you just put in there what are you doing okay thank you she said she's a weirdo she said well the cast iron has pores that drink up oil like people's skin. 
That's the quote. I wrote it down. And then I wrote <laughs> smiling afterwards because she gets this creepy ass fucking smile on her face. Oh, it's so upsetting. And the last, so the last little bit of notes I took before I simply uh, picked up my phone and started watching Charo uh, cook mushrooms, which was, she's, she's the new gigantic weirdo. Uh, yeah. The last note I took was filthy fin- fingerprinted salt box. Mm. She goes to season something yeah, with it's salt. It's disgusting. It's the disgusting. box of salt looks like it has been through World Wars one and two. <laughs> it's fucking gross. Like, could they not? Could uh, SNO green stamps or whatever it's called? Could they not yeah, spring for a new box? Of no, salt. no, and a, very few people know that she took the salt box with her when she went to kill people, <laughs> when she assassinated people for the CIA, uh, and uh, she would wipe she would wipe the body fluids of her victims off on on that mm-hmm. salt box, and it drank it up like human skin. <laughs> All right, she then creates a saw. She she shoves stuff in an omelet. It's upsetting. I don't want to talk about it. it. Then she just starts piling stuff on top of it at the end. She says, I could just put cream on this, but we're, we're watching we're calories here. So I'm just... Or is I'm putting sour cream on top instead. <laughs> what is she talking about? What is she talking about? I mean, it's piled high. And I think she's being funny. But I also think she's not being funny. And it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. These omelets are appalling. They are appalling when you look at them. And she's made them for a luncheon. Now, what I did like about this is I've always viewed omelets as individual servings mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. i would never share an omelet with you yeah ever that's disgusting mm-hmm. Lori. if you ever invited me to your home which you've done once and i've <laughs> never invited you to my home but i've suggested that i would never invited you to my home yeah. but if i did i can guarantee you i would never serve a platter of omelets before this, but now I might, and I like it. I like it. I like a party of omelets. Are they going to be gratinade with fucking sour cream on top? <laughs> Actually, it sounds kind of delicious. I got to be honest. Know, Throw some raspberry so jam on there. It's a fucking blintz. I love it. It sounds so good now. Hers were vile looking, and I think it was black and white. I think it was the black and white was not helping here. Yeah. But yeah, I think I would. I think a party of omelets, a party of omelets. Why, why not bring back party of five as a party of omelets? I know they brought it back, but like really, really bring it back with omelets. Sure, yeah, yeah. Matthew Fox, Matthew Fox as an omelet. Lacey Chabert, an omelet. What would what would their omelets have in them? What would Matthew Fox's omelets uh, omelet stuffing be? Hair, hair. (laughs) And teeth, hair and teeth, <laughs> ruggedness, mm. leather, leather, leather and hair. Car noir. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I. What are we gonna? How many wire whips? Oh, a oh, wire whip, wire whip. She wire does whip. bring the wire whip out. It made yeah, an appearance. Five. Perfect. To whip. Flawless. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think no. no. I think no. Two. Two and a half. She did give us a lot to talk about. She 
did. I think for by itself, not good. Yeah. Not good. Talking about it with you, five. Yeah. Love talking about it with mm-hmm. you. She's total, total weirdo in this episode. Yeah. She's so proud of herself. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to take that away from her. I'll give it a four. Okay. That's fair. I'll give it a four. How about you? Uh, well, I, st- I said five. You didn't two. like that. Then I went down to two and well, a half. Well, no, you can say five. Uh, so you we'll can average say two it out. 3.75. Fair. All right. Yeah. All right. Okay, so now we are on, what, episode five? Season one, episode five. Coquille Saint-Jacques. I can't. I fucking can't. With this what? is bonkers. Bonkers. This is Say a more. wild, wild. Listen, French words for things are fun. Were you thrown but, by the, the weirdness of the... Say it again. Coquille Saint-Jacques. <laughs> okay. And let's get into why they're called that. So we're going to uh. make m- so many different things. And it's out of control. This entire episode, so much better. Th- oh, so much better, right? So than much better episode? than measuring... Yeah. So much better than measuring pans. Ten, mm-hmm. ten, <laughs> ten inches on top, eight inches on the bottom. It's so much better than the no stick and pan. No mm-hmm. stick and pan makes a return. Sure does. Laurie, uh, did, overall impressions of this episode, how did you feel? I feel like it was tight and right. I feel like she definitely, uh, she, she moved fast and she achieved a lot. Uh, she did find herself with some time to kill at the end, which I thought she was hilarious. Did. But, yeah. you know, it's, I mean, who among us, really? I was um, glad for the break. I was glad yeah. for the break. I felt the same. I felt like she covered so much territory. She was very proud of herself. Mm-hmm. And do you know what? I like, I'm, I'm really into it when she likes herself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes... It can get across a little as smug. Yeah. But I like it because she knows that she did a good job. And I think we need to all get better at knowing, like, I did a good job. This is going well. I know Mm -hmm. this is going well. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes we are into this world of, oh, me? Am I good at this? I don't know. I'm just a dum-dum. Like, no, she knows this is going. She's crushing it. Do I think some of the food looks a little vile at times? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I think Mm -hmm. it's the black and white. That's the black and white happening, for sure. She knows she's crushing it. She's like, well, we did a lot in 22 minutes, didn't we? Hmm. Didn't we? Didn't we? Although she is not acknowledging all of the uh, all of the prep that took place beforehand. She's not acknowledging not fucking, 700 not people that's that are not on her, the floor. That's not her fucking problem, and you know it. Mm. Don't. Don't. <laughs> no, we, you're right. You're the, right. The story that she tells about why scallops <laughs> are called Coquille Saint-Jacques, I was like, what yeah. kind of... Protestant Bible are you reading from, lady? Cookies and Jacques. Like, it's so much. These are scallops. These. These. There. There. These are scallops. Do you, wanna, do you want to uh, tell the story to us about Cookies and Jacques? 
I mean, as best as I can recall, it was quite chaotic. She was like, yeah. these are Coquille Saint-Jacques, named for the Apostle St. James. Okay, already we've got a little <laughs> bit of dissonance in there. Uh, in the Middle Ages, the pilgrims would go to visit the shrine of St. James or yeah, the, you know, the, or the actual buried. apostle. Yeah. I don't know. And Where when, he was buried, supposedly, Spain, maybe. France or Spain, Delaware. Spain for sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. No, you're right. It was. It was, <laughs> it was Delaware. Def- definitely. It was Delaware. Bethany Beach. <laughs> um. <laughs> they would take the ferry from Cape May. They yeah. Would go, could you drive around? Yes, you could, but it's so, so much. much it's nice. To take it's the ferry. so nice, and yeah, you can stay yeah. on your car. It's so nice. Right. You just go right, right from Cape May right get across. There on time. Gotta Absolutely. get there on time. It's a lot fun. of traffic Do, on the New Jersey Turnpike. Listen, Turn great places to eat. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. You stop at the Acme. Stop at the Acme before you get on board the boat. It's nice. It's nice. Worst vacation I ever took in my life was to Bethany Beach. Why? Really? Because I had an eight-month-old who did yeah. not want to sleep. Yeah, that'll kill you. I kill you. A lot was of people don't, unhappy. A lot of people won't tell you that having kids will destroy you, but it will. <laughs> yeah, tear you limb from limb. Oh, it'll destroy uh, Lori, recently I was reminded, I know you want to talk about Cokie St. Jacques. Cokie St. Jacques. Cokie St. Jacques. The oh. sauce. Oh. The sauce. Cokie St. Jacques. <laughs> Who's a good boy? <laughs> Cookie St. Chuck. Listen, I know you want to, but I was reminded of this because um, just dear friend, dear friend Jennifer Marmer, uh, producer of, um, oh, that podcast, that Judge podcast, John Judge Hodgman. John Hodgman. Yep, yep. Uh, wonderful, wonderful podcast where they solve all of life's problems. Mm-hmm. And uh, she really makes it happen for them on that show and makes it happen for us as listeners. Right now, they're dealing with, they're getting over COVID with them with their child. And then their child, I believe, and she shared it on her stories. I, I, I don't think she's private, so I, I think it's okay for me to share that their their child also came down with the flu, and now they have the flu, but their child is better. And it's just you're in that cycle uh, where you're given and getting the, the all the illnesses, and you yeah. think I'm going to lose my mind mm-hmm. and I will die. And this is how it ends, and it will never ever stop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. and um, time elongates, and 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 you realize that people have lied to you, and they say, "Oh, it goes by so fast," and you realize that's a lie. It goes by so slowly, and you feel every moment mm-hmm. to a point where you're like, "I am exploding." Uh, I can feel every atom in my body exploding apart in slow motion. And I am becoming nothing in this moment. I am losing control of everything that I am. And I am disintegrating. And I cannot put it back together because I am, there's nothing holding me together in my car. And every core and every bit that I was does not exist anymore and i was reminded of when i woke up in the middle of the night and my asshole was itching and i realized it was because worms 
were coming out of them mm. at night mm -hmm. because I had the pinworms that my children had picked up at their daycare, preschool type of situation mm. because their buttholes itched and now my buttholes itched because I had the pinworm eggs inside mm. of me and worms were escaping from inside of my guts out of my butthole into the world and everything was coming apart let's talk about cookie center uh, <laughs> um so they go to spain wow. they go to spain they, they go, go to see spain oh they go to see his body look at me yeah. look at me i've been to see the dead body oh look at yeah. me i've seen a skeleton and, and what do they bring back with trouble, them? trouble, and they are then allowed to brag about it by wearing a scallop shell on mm -hmm. their bonnets. Mm -hmm. And Julia, Julia goes, that's a nice little story. <laughs> with all the disdain in the world for pilgrims and seafood and religion and belief, she is disgusted by this story. It is wild. Yeah. I interpret it in a completely different way, but I love okay. your read. I love your read. What was your love interpretation? Your read. She thought it was really heartwarming. I think she was touched. I think she was touched. I think she wishes she got to see a dead body because no. she would like to put a Delaware shell in her head. She has. She would absolutely parade around, going, "I've seen a dead body." You want to know how I know? And she just touched the shell in her head. If Go, you think by 1963, Julia Child had not created rows and rows of dead bodies on several <laughs> continents, you are perilously naive. Just pointing at the shells, yeah, on top of her head, saying, "Look at my crown, motherfuckers." Yeah, yeah, the it's queen like the teeth here. of her enemies. <laughs> uh, she says that scallops should be sweet as a nut. I can't. I, can't. I have that in all caps here. Ew. Sweet as a nut. What yeah. nuts are she is she eating? And answer that. Whose nuts are she Not, eating? No, Whose nuts? No. Whose nuts? Tucci's nuts. You this know it's Tucci's nuts. Low hanging fruit. Tucci's yes, very low because they're huge. They're huge nuts. Tucci They're nuts. like fucking, you know how a cashew fucking, is like that? Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I know a cashew. They're gigantic. You I know mean, whose nuts like a, I've seen? I've seen Tucci's nuts. That's right. You have. Broadway, oh, sweet baby. Sweet as a nut. Sweet as Tucci's nuts. Sweet as <laughs> sauce. The sauce. Oh, We're never going to get through this. She goes... <laughs> If there's a block of frozen water in the bag, oh, you mean ice? I know you. Mm -hmm. I know you're you're fancy yeah. and you went to fucking Smith, yeah. but we call it ice. Julia. Frozen water. Frozen water. It's frozen water. Call, call it what it is. It should smell frozen good enough vapor. to eat. If you see frozen vapor in the bottom, she goes through uh, all the states of it. Solidified. <sighs> crystalline. I was so upset. She goes, these aren't bay scallops. These aren't these little ones. These little ones. They're not bay scallops. They're big scallops. And they're cut into little pieces. Yeah. 
I didn't, what kind she, of fucking monster? This is Dexter shit that she's into. These, yeah. these, these, there, these. Julia's pronouns are these they're and there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If any if any grammar nerds get at us, I will burn your house down. <laughs> I've been watching The Leftovers like seven years later than everybody else. Great. There's that guy yeah. who just burns people's fucking houses down. Like, okay. The show makes me mad. I love it That's though. Weird. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Julie Child, nineteen sixty three. I watched the first episode. I saw him jogging with that underwear, and I said, "All right, we're done here." All right. Jogging with that underwear. Justin Theroux. Justin Theroux swung, jogging up and down. I said, "Okay, yeah. all right." I've been in a cult too. It's called Christianity. Yeah, the whole series. Away. <laughs> his whole his whole thing is his torso. Like his his uh, that guy. Yeah. The first thing when she puts she puts the cold scallops into a pot with some sliced mushrooms. Of course, she shows off her fucking slicing technique and then puts the mushrooms in the oh, cold she pot. Off. She fucking chops. And she just covers them with vermouth. Uh, right. She said they, Tiny they bit of water. Uh, she, and and a little bit of water, but she goes, oh, they exude a lot of juice. They exude a lot of juice. She yeah, like really went hard it on the J E W W W S E juice. Yeah, yeah I went E X O O D. Exude some juice. <laughs> like it's very juice. weird. It, She's already it out of felt breath. Wrong. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, it felt like a hate yeah. crime. Uh she's out of breath. Her counter's a mess, and I'm like, I don't that's just a pot with some scallops, some vermouth, and some mushrooms in it. Like, I don't want to eat that. Yeah, she's not telling us what she's going to do. So yeah. I've, and it comes back later, and I'm like, what is this? Why is she doesn't even, she's not, I, it felt unsafe. It felt mm-hmm. very unsafe. Then it makes sense, but it also looks vile. So yeah. it just, it was really hard to take this one, but I'm like, mm-hmm. sure, fine, go. Right. I guess you got to have some faith, you know, there's fine. no doubt is part of faith. Fear is part of courage. Well, uh, fear is part of faith. I mean, fear is faith. When mm-hmm. you think about it, why do you have faith? Because you have to believe because you're afraid if you don't. That is faith. Faith is fear. And because if I... I am afraid that if I don't have hope that something will happen, that I will miss out. Mm-hmm. I am afraid that my current circumstances won't get better and that mm-hmm. I hope that they will, right? Faith is fear. Faith is fear. Talk to me about it. Talk to me about it. Come at me. Come on, let's go. Let's go. I'll fight you. I feel like you're about to sell me some LuLaRoe leggings or some shakeology. Yeah, I will. Which they, one is and it? And they smell. No, I will sell you. Do you remember in the LuLaRoe documentary? Mm, so good. I that, love that movie so much. The wet ones that smelled like cat piss. I will sell you those. <laughs> they are still Excellent. wet. And they Excellent. still smell like cat piss. I will sell you those. Uh, little salt and pepper. Some herbs. 
she she takes some she's let's let's get some herbs in there she parsley the bay leaf she ties them together she says this is a partial bouquet garni it'd be a full if we threw in some time yeah like what's stopping you yeah why oh god forbid we throw in time that really throw this whole thing off wouldn't it oh your guess would be is that time that i taste fine (laughs) then is off the junior league registry (laughs) is this she put she put fucking time in that shit who does she think she is she's not she's not french all right then she says she can do, she starts chopping up a shallot. This is a shallot. And she makes you look at it. Her camera person is just like, that's a mm. fucking shallot. Look mm-hmm. at it. She said you could also do a green onion. Either one's fine. Yeah. I don't fucking care. But this is a shallot. There. There. Right? And then she chops that fucker up there. and then she throws it in. Simmer. Cover. Fine. One down. But it's not down. She moves on yeah. to sauteed scallops. Right? She flowers those. She does actually a very nice little technique. Her counter yeah, is a I mess like at this point. She flowers the scallop. I mean, it seems very like unnecessarily complicated, but she puts the scallops into a pie tin. She puts the flour on. First, she seasons them with salt and pepper. She puts the flour on them. She tosses them around with a with a spatula. And then she puts the scallops into a sieve to um, sieve, 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 uh, to, sieve. to bat sieve. off the excess flour. Nice little technique. Um Sieve, yeah, sieve, and then she there, uh, and then the there. camera. Uh, she goes over to the, the, the pan to heat the oil up or whatever. Something's going on. There's like mm-hmm. a portal to hell gets exposed in the pan oh, a couple of times. It's there's a weird horrifying. flare, and I'm I can see like the depths of I can see the souls of all the people that she. Uh, murdered in murdered yeah that France. she murdered so she mm-hmm. accidentally gets some of the oil on the electric coils on the burner for the burner the coil. and it just yeah flares up and smokes and smokes and smokes and it won't stop she acknowledges it she's like oh some of it got on on, on there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. moving on my wife pointed out her pronunciation of sautéing. So, am I saying it like a like? Am I saying it like a normal person, Lori? Sautéing. Sauté, yeah. Sauté, sauté. Sauté. The sauce. The sauce. Sauté. Sauté. She says. Sauté. 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 in Sauté. Sauté. I can't. Yeah. It's just, it's a real specific choice. Yeah. It's, so it's tame. like Anna Delvey. It is. Oh my word. I'm really, it didn't get the best reviews, but I'm adoring that show. I binged the fuck out of it last weekend. Loved I'm it. loving it. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's very Shondaland. It's, there are things yeah. where I'm like, okay, with the three old uh, reporters that are, you know, only help, they're only there to, you know uh yeah. provide exposition uh, it's ridiculous but like fine it's fine i love it, it, it moved one the story of forward. one of the older reporters is my wife's checkoff teacher oh anna yeah. devere smith no one of the <laughs> no no one of the gentlemen crazy uh and i think yeah. one of the other guys one of the other guys 
taught her something. Oh. I don't know. They're both uh, they're both Steppenwolf people. Oh, yeah. It's wild to see people that are like so highly qualified playing like uh, geezers who are yeah, just there it. to help the young woman. Um, but it's great. I love that they centered the journalist as much as the criminal. And uh, yeah, it's great. Great, great, great stuff. All right. So, Tay. She says, Ian. you can toss them about. You can toss them about. <laughs> I did the, I did like this technique mm-hmm. a lot. She says that Provencal means oil and garlic. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sure. Does it, Lori? I'm fine. I don't know. It's In this sure. context, great. Are we talking about the tomatoes Provencal? Well, she talks about with the yes, but, yes, and, not mm. but, and, for the um, for the scallops earlier, she's throwing them into the pan. She says that we're going to make these Provencal. That means oil and garlic. Mm-hmm. Great. Then she mm-hmm. wants to make tomatoes Provencal. Yeah. She takes the saddest, palest, whitest fucking tomatoes you've <laughs> ever seen in your life. Ghost tomatoes. I wrote I mean, down. it's black and white. It's just like, oh my God, are these fucking tennis balls? They look terrible. <laughs> she cuts them in half. She squeezes the juice out. She puts the uh, she puts the breadcrumbs. Oh, she makes breadcrumbs in the blender. I was very skeptical. I was like, "Come on, Julia!" And then I liked it. it was yeah, great. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was, it was. It won me over. I was like, "Oh, that that worked." And Here's she, where she says hmm. the Kleenex kind of store brought store yes. bought bread. Don't yes. use that. Don't use that. Yeah, use the have homemade. Some body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will say so though, the I. bread that she used also looked very much like suspiciously like Wonder Bread, but it did. Uh, it made nice breadcrumbs in the blender, and I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that blender motor smelled like uh, <laughs> a plane crash, but okay. Um, oh, should we go back? We're mispronouncing. We're not uh, correctly what? pronouncing tomatoes. These should be tomatoes. Oh, right. Tomatoes. Right. She calls them tomatoes. tomatoes. Jesus tomatoes. fucking Christ, lady. It's a real... Um, where, now, she's from California. I think we learned that. Right? Yeah. She's yeah, from yeah, California. Yeah. But educated on the East Coast. It's a real play to go from saute to tomatoes. It's yeah. a I lo- I again, it's not a criticism. It's this idiosyncratic you really can't put her in a box. Mm-hmm. She's high low predictable out of left field do not smooth out the edges on julia child she's infuriating to just endearing all at the same time she contains multitudes she is she's all the she's all the multitudes drain your bank account and fill it back up again uh okay yeah she's making tomatoes provencal she uses the phrase bread crummery uh, just to talk about, she's just referring to the breadcrumbs, and I feel like maybe this was the uh, this was Mary J. Blige's inspiration for uh, no hateration, holleration yeah. in the dancery. Which, if you That's listen right. to the best, one of the best podcasts out there, Who Weekly, they dissected that this week because Mary J. Blige, of course, was part of the yeah. Super Bowl halftime show, which I did yeah. not watch. And apparently, she's not saying dancery; she's saying dance soiree, but she's pronouncing soiree as soiree which okay you know again it's a it's a choice that we all make oh, our choices yeah. she can do whatever she yeah. would fucking i like choose to, do. to believe that she coined the term dancery and i won't be mm. uh 
moved from that position. So anyway, Julia Child, a real uh, pioneer, breadcrumbery. Um, mm-hmm. She talks about the garlic press and how the French don't like it. And what you really ought to do is just smash your smash your garlic against the cutting board with the wide side of your blade. It was honestly thrilling to see that happen. I was, it I was. was a little and bit turned on by it. It, w- it was fun. And she did say, wow, which I thought was fun. Well, this is the French chef's way of crushing garlic. They don't use garlic presses. They never use, they don't seem to like all these modern things that we do. You just lay it on your board and take your knife and go, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we should insert um, the song there. right here. Oh. There, right there. Yep. There. Boy, this is where she goes full out there. 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 Because she doesn't have a lot to there. say. Mm-hmm. She's mm-hmm. doing a lot. So she fills in. She doesn't have an um in her. Right. She has her a um there. Is there. Yes. There. That's, I was thinking that today. Uh, she also, well, she starts to have a little bit of a loss for words. She's filling the tomatoes with the uh, Provencal mixture of garlic and breadcrumbs mm-hmm. and herbs. Mm-hmm. And she goes, if you have things to put on other things. <laughs> like, what are you talking about, yes, lady? Fair. Fair. Yeah. I do. I do. And then she segues into how garlic is... Uh, People in Provence love garlic, I can't. I and can't. they they use it as medicine. This was <laughs> wild. And anytime you felt bad, people in, in Marseille would tell you to take some garlic soup. And again, I'm like, are we? Is this a? Are we gonna? Is she gonna sell us some essential oils? Yeah. Is, is she an anti vaxxer Like, what if, the fuck oh, is going she would abs. She would both take the vax and ridicule you. Mm-hmm. Right? She'd be like, well, maybe if you, uh, I don't know. Ran harder, you yeah. know, if you worked out more, but also she would be first in line yeah, to yeah, get the vax. Yeah. Totally. I, yeah, it, that fine. I do want the garlic soup though. And I mm-hmm. hope it's coming up soon. Yeah. Uh, the sauteed scallops are done there. There. Mm-hmm. I wrote in my notes, those scallops are cooked to shit, honestly. Yeah. They went too long and she yeah. knows it, but mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, she dumps them on the plate and there they are. And I don't know if the garlic made it in there, but let's say it did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. The stewed scallops are done. Yes. This is where I got terrified. This is where I remember earlier in the first dish, we didn't know what she was doing. We're not yeah. sure she knew what she was doing. Of course she did. We're not questioning it, but also did she, um, it was the connect the dots where we didn't know we were coming back to it and how it yeah. might be used. And she starts going off on a mother sauce. And Valet de Poussant, sorry for doing her voice. It's just impossible not to. Lori, could you please talk about this sauce and, and tell us what it actually is and why it matters? Uh, it is a velouté sauce, right? Oh, it's, um, I don't know. I think she's making a roux. Yeah. yeah, she's going to, it's, uh, I don't know. I, honestly, I was... Yeah, it's like a bechamel, she said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I was... My attention was wandering a little bit at this yeah, point. Yeah. But it was... We, um, I was yeah. tired as an audience member. Yeah. 
but then she gets a little bit salty. Like, and I'm not talking about oh. seasoning. She's talking about how <laughs> about a roux and how you've got to cook the flour and all the recipes she ever reads. No one ever oh, yeah, tells yeah, you yeah. to cook the flour, and maybe they think we're all too stupid. Yeah, she uses oh, wow, too Julia, stupid man of the oh. people. And if you just would, if you would just cook the flour with the butter, it wouldn't taste like paste. Yeah. Wow. Like how much fucking paste have you eaten, lady? Yeah. Are you eating a lot of paste? I mean, Maybe you should make new friends. Mm-hmm. Mm. A lot of fiber. Friend, a lot of, lot of friends eating paste. Did you eat paste in, in... No, not once. Not once. I don't think I did. Now, I do remember a person, and won't name names, but I do remember a person. We had a, We did have a paste chronic paste eater uh so much so that i do remember a class where the paste had to be taken away from us and that's fine listen listen we all have things that we were doing in secret or not secret Uh you know yeah the booger eater the 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 fiddler the the dick fiddler oh god the the um butt itcher and that wasn't me after i had kids that's not what i'm talking about you know the yeah the 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 one kid who had the scratch and sniff stickers were very big and i know i'm older than you you love to point that out i'm older than you by a year 13 months yeah okay okay all right. Exactly bir- 13 months, I think. My birthday's coming up. So, mm-hmm. all right, this week. So, great. We're all getting older. Thank mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. But scratch and stiff. S- stiff? Wow. Ooh. Wow. Scratch and stiff Snickers. Uh, we're <laughs> Snickers. <laughs> oh, dear. We're very, po- I'm not correcting it. We're very popular when we were young and we had some... Mm-hmm. Just we had some OCD happening for some of the kids in our class, and that's okay. It didn't hurt anybody. If we all remember, I forgot to clip my toenails when I was little, and I made my first grade teacher cut them, and there was bull, and I had my bloody sock, and it's fine because she was a monster woman, and I don't care. Go fuck yourself, Mrs. Clark. I hope you're dead now because you were a terrible person. I don't care. I don't we were all struggling and if all mm-hmm. you had to deal with was eating paste, mm-hmm. Julia, mm-hmm. your friends are trying. Yeah. Those recipe creators are trying. Maybe they didn't know. Maybe they aren't stupid and they don't think you're stupid. Maybe they just didn't know. Julia's all right. Really got some main character syndrome going on. Yeah. Uh, so can I tell so you my I. thing that I did yeah, in kindergarten? Do. Do. Um, oh yeah, if you want. Yeah, yeah. It's not. It's not that embarrassing. I was mortified at the time, but thinking about sure. it now, I'm like, that's not so bad. Uh, I loved in the bathroom in the kindergarten classroom. The bathroom was in the classroom, and maybe this was the case all through elementary school. I don't really remember, but yeah. definitely in kindergarten, you did not leave the classroom to use the bathroom. And oh I, right, right, right. And I loved how the room uh, created an amazing echo. All the sounds, you could sure. really you could really get quite an echo going. So I would go in there and be like, oh my goodness, oh my goodness. <laughs> I, would just re- I would just repeat that phrase over and over again because I love oh. the sound of the echo. And I was in there doing it for a while. And the yeah. teacher came and was like, get out of the bathroom. Oh. And I was so embarrassed. 
Like, I, I don't know. I guess I just didn't, it didn't occur to me that anybody could hear me. Right. Of course not. <laughs> or that you it would be know. a thing if I spent 10 minutes in there just yelling. It's <laughs> not hurting. <laughs> yeah. I was mortified. I think I spent another five minutes in there trying to pull myself together before I, and I'm like, maybe if I stay in here long enough, she'll forget. Yeah. <laughs> and she won't yeah, remember that it was won't me. remember. Yeah. That was, t- that was a tough lesson for me. It's like other uh, people can see and hear you. Well, you learned and I I'm did. sorry, but that is really precious. And, and that's really yeah. great. Yeah. I uh, played T-ball. Uh-huh. Famously great at hitting a, a baseball. Mm. Just so mm-hmm. everybody knows. Mm-hmm. Um, and by famously, I mean, I know that. Sure. Um, Main character syndrome. <laughs> yeah. I feel great about hitting a baseball. <laughs> uh, Let's all embrace us doing a good job. Was not great at catching, mm-hmm. uh, except mm-hmm. once heroically, again, in my head. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, ended that that inning, so congrats to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, got always put in the outfield. Dent, my underwear was uh, in my butt crack, and it was it was the era of the tidy whities and I didn't enjoy that. Sure. And so the way we, the, the bleachers were, and I'm being generous, um, but the several seats that were, yeah, you, you know, very, bleachers, very, yeah. very, yeah, but very small bleachers. Sure. They were right behind outfield. Um, I guess everybody, I didn't really realize that everybody was watching me pick the underwear out of my crack. Oh, and no. and that's really what they got the view of. Oh, and uh, my I think my family told me I stopped picking my butt oh. loudly. Stop, Chris! Stop picking your butt. <laughs> I mean, fair fair feedback. Fair feedback. Yeah, yeah, but tough, tough to take. tough, tough feedback. Real yeah. tough feedback. Again, not. You know, not always aware. We're not always aware that other people can see us. See us? Didn't didn't know that they, you know, I didn't like how it felt. Yeah. Sure. You like how it sounded. Yeah. I didn't like how it felt. We're never going to finish this, are we? <sighs> so listen, she dumps all of the stuff out of that stock. She then makes a bechamel. I just, she, she makes a bechamel. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to make a bechamel, look it up. Yeah. Instead of adding milk or cream, mostly, she adds the fish sauce. And it's not fish, but it's from... Coquille Saint-Jacques. Yeah. All right. And that's Scallop the end jizz. of that. And she says it's great. And she, the wire whip makes its appearance again. And, it was just, and she just whips it. Mm-hmm. And uh, bring that... Uh, oh, she just beats it. It's fine. Yeah. She adds cream. Okay, then there, then she butters some shells. All right, so she wants to serve these on shells on the scallop, scallop shells. Lori, where can you get scallop shells? She says you can get them at the hardware store. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Or the fishmonger. I mean, and maybe sure, this is yes. a real capsule yeah. look at what things were like in 1963. But I was just imagining just strolling on into Lowe's. Home Depot. Can you point me, point me to your yeah, we're the helpful hardware man. Uh, excuse me, do you have any scallop shells that I can butter and serve to my guests? Maybe like get the 
fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe the hardware store was an entirely different thing in 1963. I don't know. I, I live near a town uh, called Chatham where uh, friends of the podcast, the Tazi sisters, am I uh-huh. saying it correctly? The Tazi uh-huh. sisters um, both grew up. And it's a real, it's a real New Jersey town mm-hmm. where investment bankers live. Mm. Uh, so if anybody's going to have scallop shells, scallop shells mm. there, uh, it's it's going to be there. So I am going to try to go. I'm going to go say, hey, do you have scallop <laughs> shells? You know, I've made this mixture that. In black and white television, looks like literal diarrhea from my <laughs> topa backs, <laughs> and I'd like to put it under the broiler, and with some Swiss cheese on top, and serve it to my guests. Truly, one of the most horrendous things I've ever seen. Yeah, it just was yeah. dumpy and clumpy, and yeah. it was real rough, yeah. real rough. I bet it tastes good. When she, when she brings it to the table. She brings it to the table. She's like, I'm just about to call in my guests. And I'm like, we all know you have we all guests know. coming. Yeah. It's no just coming you to the at studio. this sad, sad it's, fucking table. It's fine. You don't have to pretend. Yeah. Uh, there. Um, yeah. She's got the bread on the table. Uh, she, does, she does give us a little bit of advice before she takes it to the table. She says, uh, this is something that you can't, you know, once it's done, you have to take it off the heat. You can't. It just gets ruined. It gets <laughs> ruined by right. the heat. Right. And I thought, well, this shit has been ruined for days, but okay. Don't warm it back up. Don't yeah. keep it warm. Yeah. Heat it Imagine once. putting this gloppy shit, cooking it, putting it in your fridge, and then what? Mm. And then you're supposed to like put it back under the, I guess you put it back under the broiler. Anyway. Yeah, she says you can put it back under the broiler, but on low. She says mm-hmm. if you put it on high, you're going to have brown cheese and cold scallops. Yeah. Which, honestly... I'm fine. It's, it's, I've had worse. Sure, sure. I've had worse. Anyway, she serves it with a chilled white burgundy. I do see bread. She doesn't mention it in this episode. I'm fine mm-hmm. with that. She mm-hmm. she she gets on out of there. I think we're going to have quiche Lorraine next time. Yeah. yeah. Which, great. Get, sure. I'm into it. Lori, it's time to rate this episode. As always, we do this out of five wire whips. How would you rate this episode? And why? Five wire whips because she was efficient she gave us all she gave us all the things that we love about her she started out with a shit ton of energy and she was decimated by the end as if she had run (laughs) a marathon she was so exhausted uh her hair was incredible it was like a helmet and then it had little points at the end turned up and very much of the style she gave us crazy pronunciations yes uh she told us a ridiculous story um (laughs) yeah and i and i actually learned some stuff so yeah five wire whips from me five wire whips from me do not flatten out who joya child is Mm -hmm. she is a looming presence she is difficult she's challenging she knows a lot sometimes she doesn't know what she's saying sometimes she knows exactly what she's saying sometimes she's terrifying sometimes she is challenging you sometimes she's challenging herself sometimes she's totally in control sometimes she's barely making it across the finish line but my god what 
just she is challenging us in herself and i'm really really excited by what she does i don't know that i want to eat everything that she created in this episode by what she created on the show but i would want to make these recipes and uh i'm excited by what she did here uh, I think she aged at least a good 20 years during this episode as you watch her. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. And we, she's sacrificing herself to give us so much knowledge. She's also proud of herself. And I like it. I like it a lot. And I think yeah. more of us should be proud of knowing what we know and, and sharing it with others. And uh, that's a good challenge for us. It's a good challenge for us. Like, not cocky, but proud. Mm-hmm. She knows she did a good job. She did do a good job. And I think it's okay when, when we let other people see it. Yeah. It's the spirit of Saint-Jacques. Oh, Saint-Jacques. I mean, truly, truly go to the beaches of Delaware. Kill someone. Put a, a shell on your head. Say, I just killed someone in Delaware. Look, look, here's my show. Don't be afraid. Lori. Chris. What are you promoting? What are you pushing? Uh, Well, I think, I very much don't think that we are going to have this show edited in time for the first of them, but I am doing three appearances at the travel and adventure shows, which are very exciting uh, open to the public travel trade shows that people wow. can attend. There are, they are, I think there are 10 of them all over the country this oh spring. God. I am appearing and speaking at uh, the one in Washington, D.C. at the end of February, and then in Atlanta at the end of April, and in Denver at the very end of April. Uh, so uh, it's wow. called Travel and Adventure Shows. You can check them out. I've got information on my Instagram. I would love to see you there. And I even have a code. So if you do want to go, you can get in. You can get free tickets with the code Lori2022. (laughs) (laughs) I know, right? It's fucking crazy. Lori, the source. Yes. Lori2022. I have Uh, a PowerPoint. (laughs) You have a PowerPoint? I have a PowerPoint. I do a PowerPoint presentation. It's hilarious. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm ready for this. Mm-hmm. I would love to come. You didn't invite me. Hurtful. Okay. Um, <laughs> Main character syndrome. And um, for me, uh, nothing. Great. I have nothing to promote. So please go see Lori. Shit because... food blogger at shit food blogger on Twitter where you what? are, you are trolling uh, a publisher that I am currently working with. And therefore I am not engaging with your Twitter content. I'm not trolling anybody right now. Mm. Who Sonic, am I trolling? Sonic 2 cookbook. Francis Lamb and the whole team at Clarkson Potter. I'm, that's not trolling. That's a legit cookbook. <laughs> okay. Oh, I guess I should promote it. Hey, listen, everybody. I am so excited that my Sonic 2... Listen, the Sonic 2 movie is coming out in April. And I'm so excited to share that my Sonic 2 cookbook is coming out from Clarkson Potter and I was so honestly blessed to work with Francis Lamb and the entire Clarkson Potter team they are the fucking best excuse my language but it is so true they are the fucking 
best. And uh, I'm ready to bring twice as many recipes because it is the second movie of Sonic and it's the second cookbook. And I have so many recipes from the stars and um, the voice talent from the the people involved with the movie. Uh, an example would be, I've got Jim Carrey, uh, got to sit down with Jim Carrey and he did a bunch of paintings that are both exciting and really disturbing. A lot of you know that he's a painter and so he did a lot of Oh, wow, troubling uh, and challenging <laughs> paintings that were inspired by the movie. And then he also loves onion rings, which is great because Sonic loves rings as well. And he also makes homemade crunch uh, where, and I'll just give you the recipe right now. So you get a little taste of what's in store in this great cookbook. He loves to take Heinz ketchup and uh, ranch uh, powder, which is the secret. Uh, so you have to get Hidden Valley Ranch powder, and he mixes those together to make his own cranch. Um, and if you want, you can, <laughs> excuse me, you can add a little bit of sour cream or a touch of buttermilk. Your choice, if you want. Those are a little plus ups uh, to make it your own. And those are from me. Those aren't from Jim Carrey. So that's just me adding my own magic as the cookbook author. I also met with uh, James Marsden. And now James isn't a cook and he made that very clear and he threatened me physically um and the interview ended poorly uh, <laughs> um but his agent then contacted me later he, and the agent did share the marston family banana bread recipe loved being able to include that in the cookbook then found out through my own research that it is the same as Martha Stewart's banana bread recipe and it is dry and I'm going to be honest I'm going to be honest but I loved including that family recipe in the cookbook one thing you might want to do is add a little more oil into it okay and more bananas and not just banana flavoring all right. And that's again from me. And that's not in the cookbook because I wasn't allowed to touch it according to the lawyers. Now, uh, I was able to also interview a couple of other people, but you'll have to check out my Twitter to learn a little bit more about that. And it did involve one of the stars um, potentially looking at porn while I interviewed them, but that's fine. All right, um, do, again, big shout out to the Clarkson Potter team and Francis Lamb for all of their support. They're the best fucking team in the world. And honestly, it's a, just a blessing to work with them. Let's go, team. Let's fucking conquer the charts. The charts. Yeah, I hope you guys get the Billboard Hot 100 for that one. It's going to be amazing. I'm sorry. Maybe you've heard of the New York Times bestsellers list. Lori, I think you've been there a few weeks. Get ready for us to take you down a few notches because we're going to be number one. Number one. And do you know what I'm going to do, Lori? I'm going to take little snapshots of it and put it in my stories. Okay? And I do expect you to take a little snapshot and repeatedly post it just like I fucking did for you. So payback is a bitch, isn't it? And I don't even like the B word, but get ready for the payback, Lori. Time for you to start promoting me. Jesus. Wow. Fuck you. Wow. All right. Well, this Do you has know been what? Do you know what? Jealousy is really difficult and ugly on you. 
It's my time to shine. Let me have this. I love Sonic. Jesus fucking Christ. You try to write about chili dogs and all I get is fucking hatred. My fucking God. Wow. And it was Ben Schwartz who was looking at porn, everybody. Ben Schwartz was looking at porn while I was trying to interview him about family recipes. And then he, I could tell he wasn't paying attention because he was making like really intense eye contact over Zoom. And then I was like, can you please, I don't know what you're doing, but I know that you're not looking at me this intensely. I think you're looking at something on your screen. Could you please just tell me one of your family recipes? And he said, I love my Nana's lasagna. It's fine. Jesus. God. Okay. (sighs) That was tough. All right. So we'll see you next time. We are never doing this podcast again. (laughs) I am. Thank you for setting me up. It's my favorite. It's truly my favorite bit because people take that one so seriously and they're like, congrats. Mm. Oh my God. (laughs) They're like, congrats on the cookbook. And I'm like, I think we know this is a joke, but people don't. So then I have to DM them and go, this is a joke. And they're like, I love it. And I'm like, so, hey, folks, if you would just start taking pictures of trash on the ground and going, I love the recipes from the latest cookbook. Have you got? But never tag Francis Lamb. Never tag Francis Lamb. He has enough to deal with. The nicest and most. He's the nicest. That's why this is so funny. Uh, Okay. I've Great. tagged him on my cookbooks before. This is very funny. This is this is like a decades long bit. Uh, a decade long bit. Come vintage on. comedy. All right. Yeah. Um, the old is oh, it's it's like callback comedy. We love it. Old is new again. New again. All right. Um, Thanks, I Lori. want to eat some dinner. Goodbye. Okay. Thank you, everyone, and Thanks, thank everybody. you, and uh, Coquille Saint Jacques. Okay, say John, kill someone in Delaware. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. side not to reinforce the patriarchy that's not what i'm doing but i am living in it and so are you unless uh you know yeah yeah you're living in wonder woman land and that wouldn't that be a treat for all of us to to live on that island with with all those beautiful women or beautiful people perhaps they don't identify i don't know how they identify and and i want to honor i want to honor it all honor everything about it incredible island with those incredible people running around and and doing the tumbling and the javelin throwing and and horses and 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 other things there were so many rings and ropes and uh, as i think about those people and and the amazon amazonians the amazonians let's call them amazonians there were so many obstacle courses. 
Right? It's like a lot of CrossFit things. A lot of CrossFit. A lot of Nicole Baia type of, like, on the sidelines going, you know, laughing and giggling. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, she's the host of a show on ABC. And we love that because Nicole Baia is, is not just a national treasure. She's, she's a goddamn global treasure. And if you think about what's happening on um, to the Amazon... Amazonians. What I'm thinking is there were a lot of rings, there were a lot of ring tosses, there were a lot of climb up the up this obstacle course. And it just felt it felt very unsafe. Felt very unsafe in so many ways. A lot of people could have died unnecessarily. And I'm not talking about, you know, invasion of uh, people trying to get this or that from from outer space or other dimensions. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm just talking about poorly constructed. Just, I don't think there were great architects all across the board on their obstacle courses. And I'm not trying to give feedback, but I guess I am. I'm saying, Amazons, invest in safety for your CrossFit. That's what I'm saying. Thank you so much. As a mom, I wor- I worry about your cro- I worry about CrossFit people to begin with. The way they do those pull-ups, it's terrifying. Those circular yo-yo pull-ups, oh, disgusting! It's disgusting. As a mom, I never, ever, ever. On the For You Instagram page, those reels that I get, and people are doing those disgusting pull-ups. Ugh. Ugh. Can't stand looking at. If you don't know what I'm talking about, absolutely do not go searching out for it. Because it's horrifying. I don't want to see you doing cross-fit pull-ups. But what I do want to see, as a mom, is better construction. On the island of the Amazonian people, however they identify. And a lot of time we used to say Amazonian women. And what I'm here to say is Amazonian people. Thank you. No patriarchy, but people. Thank you. What I would like to say is better safety measures on your CrossFit courses. Thank you so much. 